0: I love planning and goal setting and everything about the new year and looking at what's working and what's not working as well and where you're at and where you want to be, all of it. But I've found that the pressure of planning out the entire year is a lot and it doesn't account for unforeseen things. And listen, you might need to pivot as you go. So I've set up a Sunday routine that usually takes about two hours and it looks a lot like most people's New Year's planning, but it's tactical and practical, but it's Because it's happening real time, and I can set out my plan for the week with my priorities and my goals in mind. I find that I waste less time during the week, I'm less overwhelmed, even if I have so much to do in so many different directions, all because I organize it before the week starts and I know my main priorities and objectives. It's less pressure than New Year's goal setting, and it's actually a fun little tradition to add into your week. We're talking about looking at your goals weekly instead of yearly. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, episode one of 2021. No matter when you are listening to this episode, hi and welcome. I am so grateful for you and grateful for this platform and grateful for this community. We show up twice a week to hit pause on life to think about things that I think are interesting or important. Sometimes it's fun about celebrations, and other times it's deep about you know limiting our our interactions with people who are um, who are bringing negativity into our life. I mean the whole spectrum of things, but it's all about working towards the process of becoming our most awesome selves. Little hacks, big hacks, little habits, big lifestyle changes, all of it. I'm obsessed with listening and learning and reading and kind of getting obsessed with specific topics and doing a deep dive and listening to experts. I always say, I'm not an expert in all these things. I'm just trying really hard to learn Everything I can about a specific topic, and then bring it here and sort of spark a conversation. And everything I choose for topics are things that I think are worth hitting pause on life to think about. Maybe you implement one little thing from a podcast, or maybe you know one podcaster really hits home, and you listen to it ten times and you implement a bunch of things from it. I um, I love the process of learning and the journey and looking at mistakes like lessons, like lessons learned. And I'm so interested with how we look at the past and the conversations that go on in our own heads and keeping all of that positive. I think it is a job to, you know, fight away the negative and the past mistakes that we've made, mistakes that other people have made that have affected us, all that kind of stuff. And so, going into this episode, going into planning every Sunday, planning your week, like most people think of New Year's planning, I love this because I love something like give me a hack, give me a habit, give me something that's practical and tactical that I can actually do that's going to make my life better. And this to me is absolutely one of those things. It solves a lot of problems for me. So, first, A lot of weeks I've found I'm super overwhelmed. Like everything is going in a whole bunch of different directions and I almost freeze because there's just so many things and I know other people have messaged me that they do the same thing. So by always having my list written down, I love a paper list because it allows me to write things down quickly and constantly be doing a brain dump. So on Sunday, I take my list from the last week and um, go through the list. And I brain dump anything else that I have. I get everything out of my head going into this next week. Then I organize my list. So I'll put it together with things that are household, things that are work, things that are appointments or to-dos or emails or calls. Organize it all. Then I do a purge. I automate, eliminate, and delegate. What can I make simpler or eliminate completely? But I've really found by going through and because th- sometimes we're stuck on something in our head that needs to be done a certain way. But when you really think about it, like, mm, it, would it actually be okay if I automated that? Sometimes I want to make a, a custom basket for someone for a gift. And I love doing, I love doing gifts that really make someone feel extra special. And I, just, I love gift giving. I love celebrations. It's just, it's one of my favorite things. But sometimes maybe if it's a, um, you know, like a friend of a friend or someone who it's not quite as important to you, or maybe you don't know them as well to put together their specific things, maybe you could find something awesome online and send it to them. And it still feels special and it still is celebratory, but it saved you four hours from putting all this stuff together or going out and shopping and building this. Just kind of a random example, but I've really found I was making a lot of things in my life more complicated than they needed to be. And in my mind, yes, I'm sending her a basket that to me is 90%. It's not 110% like I would like, but listen to her, it's a hundred percent. It's thoughtful. It's sweet. It's nice, and. I just accomplished that in 15, 20 minutes on my laptop and then it's off my list rather than spending, like I said, during the week, those couple hours doing it or I don't know if your life is anything like my life. A lot of time I have 30 minute segments to do things. So I'll start it and then I'll have to feed kids dinner then I'll start it again. And so something sort of simple becomes longer. So I've really learned that sometimes 90% is is a win and that's when I do this. So, just to be clear, on Sunday, I think it's very important that you don't actually execute any of it. Like, don't stop and order that basket online. It is just moving everything so everything's organized going into the week. Because we want this to be a quick thing, like no more than two hours. Sometimes I can do it in one, I rewrite my list. I organize all my priorities. I, I decide what I'm going to eliminate or what I'm just going to, what I'm going to automate or what I'm going to eliminate completely. Maybe something I can delegate to somebody else. Maybe I have a babysitter one night and I say, okay, instead of wrapping these gifts, I'm going to delegate that out. So I'm going to have her wrap the gifts when she's babysitting. I just organize the whole thing. I also rewrite my entire lists. So I'll have like my pep talk notes, the things that are like, you know, listen, you know, this is, this is the time, these are your priorities, these are the things that we're working on the most, I rewrite all those things. So not just like my actual to-dos, but also like any notes that I've written down that are sort of like my priorities, my objectives, the things I want to stay laser clear, focused on, I'll rewrite that. So that way they're not sitting on a list getting stale. You refresh it in your mind, so then when you have a free half hour, all these things are fresh in your mind. So maybe you power through something off your list and you fully get it knocked off the list and you feel great rather than wasting time scrolling social media or, you know, sometimes I'll just pick up randomly around the house for an hour just because I'm just not sure what I need to do next. And so I found that this really helps by keeping everything organized and listed. I... It feels so much more manageable and I'm ready to tackle it. Also, I've already kind of done the thought of it. So I'm not sitting thinking, well, how should I do this? Or should this be eliminated? I've organized that on the on Sunday. So, and listen, I find the time on Sunday. Sometimes I will do maybe a shorter kind of stretch workout in the morning and then I'll do it in the morning on Sunday before everyone wakes up. Or if everyone's having chill time in the middle of the day, I'll sneak it in then or as everyone's winding down. But the one thing I don't do is I never leave it towards the end of the day to when you're tired and you don't feel like doing it or you do do it when your house goes to sleep and then it's 10 p.m. and then you're going to bed later than you think and you kind of throw off your week with sleep. So try to plan it so that you have enough energy and you have a clear mind and you're into it. Like This is such a fun little routine for me because I think it's exciting to feel organized, I love starting the week knowing my main objectives. And some of the objectives are going to be big and some are going to be small. For me, it could be something like um, reach out to this new possible distributor for um, European distributorship. And so something that you know, I really need to focus on and write emails and plan and send over reports and things like that. And then other things could be on my list that seem smaller but are top of mind that I don't want to forget about, which is maybe make sure... I read to Parker every night. So, we you know most nights we do stories, but you know, sometimes you know how we all think, like, oh shoot, I haven't been doing that on the regular, and he always asks, and, you know, it kind of weighs on me. So, I'm going to put that on my list. And then every time I'm looking at my list all day, I see these things. Or even just like the routine things. We have so much going on, and life is so crazy, especially now if you're listening to this real time. I'll put something on there like, call Presley's dermatologist every day, every morning, and figure out if there's a, and see if there's a cancellation so I can get her in sooner than the three months ahead that our next appointment is. Things like that. Then I feel like I'm my most productive days. I'm forgetting less things. And I'm not just kind of, you know, wasting time kicking things around because I've already organized all my things. And like I said, having it all on a list, the brain dump part of it is the best way. And you're going to add things through the, through the week. Of course, different things are going to come up. You're going to get an email or different things happen. So keep adding it to this list. Keep your list expansive. And that's why I love having it on paper because you can jot it down. It feels so good to scratch things out. And for me, it's the best way for me to keep an eye on what's important to me. And I also I always have something that's kind of like, why are we doing this? Like, what's my why right now? What's the goal? Like, for me, I want to get ahead on so much of my work that for the first time, I want to take a summer with my kids. Now, listen, I will always work. But what my goal would be would be to wake up at 4.30 or so, get my workout in, get ready, and then be able to have worked ahead of time, batch work, and do my three hours of of work, like hard focused work, while the kids are sleeping and kind of waking up and starting to move around, and then I can go out and adventure with them for the summer. I've always wanted to do it, but I'm a worker. I work full time. I love working. Um, it's part of who I am. I I I I I love it. I love being an entrepreneur. I love being a business owner. I love everything about it. So I don't want to. I don't want to lose that part of me that's so important to me. But I also would love to just like explore. And of course, this is happening right now on this summer when so many fewer things are open and happening. But listen, we'll just find some some exciting places to adventure outside. The whole point is, is on New Year's, we lay out this is where I'm at and this is where I want to be. This is the next step. This is the next level. And these are my whys. This is why I want to make money. This is who I want to spend more time with. This is, you know, all those things that we set out and we have all these big goals on New Year's, but I think for me, it's so much pressure and it doesn't feel flexible. When I think of every Sunday as January 1st, it feels flexible. Okay, what worked and what didn't work last week? Now let's make a new plan for this coming week. Um, Like I said, a lot of it's going to be little and a lot of it is going to be bigger things. So, maybe I'll say, you know, man, that one kid was just um, really, really combative and really like strong with me, and we, we I didn't connect with her well. I I didn't react with it well enough, or maybe I was on her a little bit too much. So this week, then I would just kind of write her name and I would say, you know, give her a little brace, pull back a little bit, try this, try this. So it's like this cool reflective time. Where you're you're organizing all your to dos, but it's also kind of that that time where you can kind of say, okay, or you know maybe something else happened that was negative and say, you know that was really draining, and that person has done this to me a lot, or um, maybe someone has been dishonest or is is just difficult or negative in some way. So maybe you reflect back on that and. I am all about working through the emotions, feeling all the feelings so that you can let it go and not bring it into the week. I've talked many times on this podcast about my own personal failures, mainly with business to where I'll want to do a new business project and in a little thing in my head is like, well, you did that one and that one did not work. You lost this amount of money and this amount of time and this, but then I tell myself, listen, I am not going to chalk that up as a fail. I'm going to chalk that up it as a learning experience, one that did not go well. But listen, lesson learned, I'm awesome going into this week. My past failures are not coming with me this week. They're staying back there in the past because it doesn't define who I am today. It's very interesting to me to try to let go both, like I said, the things that we've done or the things that other people have done and try to go in to the week with a fresh mind open to possibilities seeing the things that you didn't see i read an incredible article the other day basically like so many people who are looking for love looking for a romantic partner but they're walking around with the, their own you know their own self talk and the talk in their head or about things that have happened and how many people literally miss the opportunity to meet that person that could be their potential person because their habits and their head and, and the way they the way they're moving around or limiting interactions or just not being open that's like the goal here, right you walk into your Monday morning you wake up you say it's gonna be an awesome day and you believe it and you get moving and you're not holding on to all that, all that old stuff we felt the feelings we're working through the emotions and we're not letting the things in the past define who we are. Like I try to focus on being so excited about the future. And that's why I love this Sunday routine because it makes you hit pause on life. Think about the week, think about the future. Think about those little things you wanna make sure you get in. Sometimes on my little list I'll do a little scratch notes of here are some tens I'd love to get in. Some of them are my, my normal tens, my favorite smoothie and coffee from vibe there's it's called Vibe Organic Kitchen in Newport Beach. It's my favorite my favorite 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 thing I love um, they make their own fresh coconut milk and I love a cold brew with coconut milk and then I get a smoothie that's like spinach and cold brew and bananas. No, 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 no bananas, blueberries, all, um, cinnamon, and almond butter. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say. But it's like the most delicious smoothie. I love having it at noon with a cold brew. It's just like my favorite. So sometimes I'll write down those, and it gets me excited for the week. Or maybe I'll say one day after school, um, when I think the kids will have less homework, we're going to go straight from school, and we're going to go to the beach. And I'm going to pack a picnic, and we're going to go to the beach. We're going to pack beanies. We're going to stay till it's dark, and just like that's the plan. And so it makes me excited and it it allows me to think more creatively and not just do the same things you've always done because you've always done them. You know how you can, you know, you wake up and you do the routines. And I think routines are good because if we had to wake up and think about how to shampoo our hair every day, that we would have decision fatigue by, you know, one hour in. It's good that some many of the things that we do are routine, but The other things I think that we can just do because we're on autopilot. So for me, this ritual of setting up my two hours on my Sunday to set up my week allows me to think outside the box and think like, what would really make me feel alive this week? Or how could I serve someone in my life that needs it? Whether it's family or friends or a stranger through my nonprofit or volunteering And this reflective time kind of allows me to stay centered with my goals and my priorities. Like most people, we think about doing nonprofit work and charity work during December. It's the holidays. It's when people need the most help, certainly. But I keep it on my list all the time because then sometimes it'll pop up. I'll say, oh, Easter's in April. What if I get together um, a group of families and we all make, and I know not everyone celebrates Easter, but we all make something special for these kids who likely wouldn't have an Easter egg hunt. Maybe we'll fill a bunch of eggs and drop it off at a shelter. Things like that, because I have this reflective time, I'm not just going through the motions. I'm not just living life on autopilot. Because I'm able to set back, say, okay, this is all the things. Yep, I'm going to drop off here, one school, then the next school. Then I'm going to come home, do my work. Then I'm going to pick up at one school. Then I'm going to take Parker to speech. And then the other school, pack the snacks. All the things that we have to do. Feed feed our kids if you have kids. And bathe. And even ourselves, you know, between taking care of ourselves and all the things that we must do to to survive. And even if you have a full-time job and maybe a job that you aren't in love with, there's so much other time in your week that I think if you plan it out and if you're really strategic about your free time, you can really maximize it. And for me, I love setting goals in the short term. Now, obviously some goals are you're gonna need more than just a week to accomplish, but it helps me like stay clear on it. And sometimes I'll be going towards a goal and I'll find out or listen, something in the world could change or I'll realize, listen, this is not serving me in the way that I thought, or this isn't panning out in the way that I thought, or this isn't this is no longer my main objective. This is not what I want to spend the majority of my time working towards. So I pivot. And by having goal setting happen on the weekly and reviewing the goals, I feel like it takes the pressure off. And I think that it makes it so you know how they say most people break their New Year's resolutions within 17 days. I'm sure that I'm sure that fact is. You know, I'm sure there's different facts about that, but let's say within a month. So, with this, it's not like you're setting yourself up for something that you will, that you could likely fail on because it's just you're pivoting. You're constantly pivoting. You're writing your list, you're pivoting, you're brain dumping so you're not overwhelmed. You're keeping your main objectives and your main priorities clear. My whole goal is to not have any regrets. When I'm 90 and I'm looking back, I just don't want to feel like, I was on autopilot. Like I just kept doing the same thing because I always did it. I wanna I want to look at the days. And again, there's a lot of obligations we have and a lot of things we must do. But beyond that, there's also a lot of opportunities and things, to try new things, learn new things, get outside, explore, get some fresh air, have new experiences by yourself, with your kids, with your friends, with your family, with new people. I just think that by... Taking the time to set out our priorities and our objectives, it keeps you more focused during the week. So, when I am like, okay, which I have a 20 minute drive right now, who should I call? I'm so much more laser focused on what's important to me. And again, some of it is not business, some of it's not productive, some of it's just more like, man, I used to talk to that friend a couple times a week, and now we barely connect on text. And I know our relationship is still strong because all of my good friends have cultivated relationships that they're still strong but still I miss her and our relationship could be stronger. I feel like I'm not I'm not up to speed on on different things she's gone through. So then by rewriting, fully rewriting my list every Sunday, when I have that 20 minutes, even if I'm not looking at my list, I'm like, "Oh, yep, that's who I want to call. I've been meaning to connect with her. I need I want to spend more time on this relationship that is important to me. So that's what I'm going to do in this 20 minutes rather than just zoning out or, you know, or doing whatever, which I'm in no way. um, I think that we should all have downtime and relax time and things like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not talking about trying to fill every minute of every day. I'm just saying, you know, in those times when you're like, okay, I got 20 minutes, what can I do? You have energy, you want to, you know, you're into it. But a lot of times I'm just like, don't even know what to do. I'm just going to drive to carpool, but I feel so much better at the end of the day if I have worked towards the things on my list. Some of them super productive. More other of them, you know, maybe just saying I put on my list a couple weeks ago. I felt like I was always telling Parker, especially with the girls at home doing back on Zoom for a little bit until um, our school reopens. I, I just felt like every time he asked me to play, I was like, in a minute, in a minute, in a minute. And then in a minute, you know, would come at 9 p.m. and he's been waiting all day or 7 p.m. And so I just wrote on my list, every time he asked me to play, I'm going to play. Even if it's for one minute, I'm going to play it at that second. And it just made me feel so much better. And it was a short amount of time, but that's all he needed. And then I wasn't going to bed every night feeling like, oh, I just, I, I just was, you know, pushing him off because I felt like I had so much to do. So whatever it is top of mind, whatever's bugging you, whatever's whatever you want to reach to. If you have your specific why, like maybe you want to buy your mom a new car or maybe you want to run a marathon, like whatever it is, just write it down. Even if it seems big, even if it seems like so far and you don't even know all the steps to get there, I love that. Because I think just having it on your list, I always think you don't need to see the whole staircase. You just need to take the next right step. And that's one of the things I remind myself all the time, especially when I'm making lists. I'm like, I have no idea how I'm going to get to this end goal. But if it's on my list, I'm much more likely to take the next right step in the right direction towards that goal. It allows me to keep a really clear focus of what's important to me and what's not important to me. Inhale the good shit and exhale the bad shit. I'm telling you, it is therapeutic it is or it is like organizational it's motivating and for me it is mind clearing i allow myself to pivot i don't beat myself up over mistakes i look more towards the future than i think about the past and i try not to get overwhelmed and this helps me show up more often being the person i want to be showing up being happy not being exhausted and annoyed and irritated and short like Listen, even though I have a whole lot to do, I have it organized and I know I'm gonna get to it. I know what my goals are. I know what my priorities are, so let's go. What? Who needs me? What needs me? I know what I need to do and I will get to it. And I just feel like I have a more clear state of mind, a clear purpose, and it's not a lot of pressure Like January first could be. I'm not trying to project and figure out what the whole like. Listen, if 2020 taught us anything, we have there are so many things we can't control. So how could you ever plan out an entire year in a day or in the first week of the year? It changes all the time. Even before COVID, you know, someone gets sick in your family, or you have to take care of this, or maybe this part of your business is booming and this part's not doing well, so you have to completely pivot. I just think that. Resolutions often die and plans often die because they're set up um, at the very beginning of the year to last your whole year. And things change so much. And for me, the weekly planning on Sundays has been life changing and it's been freeing and it's just been awesome. So I hope that you were able to take lots of tips and you try it out this Sunday. This Sunday, even if it's only for 15, 20 minutes, I'm telling you. It is the best way to go into your week. It will give you a clear mind. It will allow you to stay really laser focused on what it is that is the most important to you. And I just think that's something that you're never gonna regret. That is time well spent for sure. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. Happy New Year. I'm so excited for a very full and happy, and productive, and awesome 21 together. If you have a second, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps our podcast grow. Thanks so much, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast.